we are with the European historical rules event post-game interview. We had two awesome matches, the first being on Schoolhouse Ridge where the CSA won by pushing it in the overtime. And then we had Graveyard on Harper's Ferry. USA won that match by causing the point to be flipped when the CSA took it. And they forced the CSA in the last sand since they were considered the defenders and they won the game just like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, cool. With that being said, we have a bunch of leaders to talk about strategy and more. Let's go through our USA representatives. First, we have Lucian. Hello there. I am Captain Lucian of the 15 Wisconsin 6 Cool. Well, we have this. Uh, yeah, Corporal This from the 15 Wisconsin. And we have Victor. Uh, Captain Victor from the Fort New Jersey. And we have Parker. Hello, Second Lieutenant Parker, CQS Cav. All right, thank you. Now to our CSA leaders. First, we have Rolo. Hi, Major Rolo from the 13th Georgia. And then we have Schumacher. Hello, Captain Schumacher from Jenkins Brigade. Thank you. And then our announcer team for today was myself as Guardian Eagle. And then we also had Cloud. Yep, Cloud from HD. Cool. So let's move on to the first round here. Schoolhouse Ridge. CSA won. They were attacking. What was your guys' strategy going into the round, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Our original plan was to send a major force to the Confederate right flank near the big tree and snake fences, and sent a small distraction force to the far left side. So in the end, we split it like this. On the far right CSA flank, we had DB, SV, I-Corps, Hurricane Georgia, and LFL. And on the, on the far left, we had JDL, JB, and later, first VKF. And our overall strategy was to capture the point, point as early as possible and try to hold it. Yeah, I very much agree with Schumacher. I think that was the plan. Um, I think at the start of the match, it went almost perfectly to plan. Uh, as the match evolved, the Union were much more aggressive than we were kind of expecting them to be. Um, and guy, guys started getting separated from their regiments. People were on the right, the left. Um, it kind of fell apart a little bit. But I feel like we fought really hard. We managed to recapture the point. Um, and the Union did a great job in that first match, you know, keeping aggressive and keeping us kind of back where we didn't want to be. All right. Thank you. Um, so let's move on to the USA representatives. What was your guys' strategy to defend the Schoolhouse Ridge? And how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Who wants to start? And by the way, I also well, I, fixed I, my I, mic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry for that. I can start for first round because I didn't lead the second one. Then you could take the second one, Lucian or Parker. Um, well, first round, the uh, main strategy was to send off for New Jersey Toons Brigade uh, to the far right into the woods uh, to basically delaying action upon the enemy on the right and then to fall back on the picket fences while the second US would basically split up into two groups and basically be as a reserve in the center skirmishing. The rest of the guys were all sent off to the left side with Fort Louisiana, IVB, 6th US and 15th Wisconsin. Um, 15 Wisconsin, 6th US were supposed to be basically in the back, if I'm not right, and the Fun Luciana with the IVB was supposed to be more in the pond right in front of the left side. Um, 
the main idea was to fight a more aggressive battle upon the enemy that they won't have any ground to gain. I did not see that many things on the left side, but I can tell you on the right side, we accidentally mistook the right side for, or for the center right. And we had to then shift up to the right side too, because the enemy was charging on our far right side. Um, it became like a bit of a back and forth between the enemies and us on the right side. And to be honest, I think the plan were followed quite good today. Um, and to be honest, in my opinion, I just think that the CSA just outplayed us and it was about getting about those tickets down. And to be honest, it was a really fun schoolhouse rich. Yeah, I mean, for sixth US, we were a little bit further to the right, just so we could move right if needed. But it was very oh, yeah. clear early on. Um, everyone was coming left, pretty much. Well, not everyone, but as uh, yeah. as Shumash said, like nearly everyone. So we uh, yeah. kind of floated here and there. Um, I think what CSA did really well today, um, and it probably won in the game, was whenever they took a position, even if they then lost that position, they had another what you could call fallback position, like already fortified. So. Whenever on the left, which is where we had a lot of trouble going backwards and forwards with them, um, whenever they managed to like move up the fence, even if we took them off that fence line, like I think Preacher and a lot of the smaller groups came up to the fence line that's kind of runs over point a lot. Even if we wiped them off, we'd then be in a position where all the way to the left by the big tree in the corners of the fences, they then had good shots on us. Um, so we were kind of in a constant struggle of we kind of kill one unit and oh there's another unit shooting us in the ass <laughs> so yeah i think credit to csa that probably at least on the left side that probably won them the position overall um and probably the game so any other union uh yeah basically from my perspective on the far left uh is uh, i just saw that uh, on the left side it was just the 14th Louisiana kind of alone in this like pond right now, like right down there. We were kind of supposed to be uh, the reserve, the 15th, like in the back. But uh, then when I pushed up, as I saw the CSA like going up, all I saw was just the 14th Louisiana running back. I didn't see anybody in front of us at all. And by that point, uh, the CSA had basically pushed up to the fence and we were just completely cut off and uh, alone versus at least three CSA regiments. And uh, we kind of just fell back behind the hill from there and uh, got overwhelmed by the mass amount of CSA over there on that left. Uh, and basically after that, we just tried to stay in the kind of middle area after they capped, uh, tried to recap and get back up to engaged and uh, we kept it pretty well for the rest of the round. Uh, it was close fight for the rest of the round. At the end, uh, it came down to the wire, and uh, it was pretty close. Not much other there. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with all that. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> well, you were in the same measurement. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> of course you do, Fizz. Uh, fucking, You're can I get my to. payment now? Yes. <laughs> Can I go home? <laughs> All right. Cloud, do you have any questions for the first round? Uh, Yeah, the only question I had on the first round, right when uh, y'all were in breaking and dropped to last stand, what was 
the uh, thinking about the two units that pulled off the point to kind of get on that ridge and overshoot the road. Because it seemed like when that happened, that's when y'all began to lose point and they forced it into overtime. Yeah, sixth was one of them. Um, so when I spawned in, sixth was splintered to hell. Um, I was trying to find the unit and then I ended up pretty much shouting, anyone sixth, pull back 50 yards behind the hill and we're going to move in as one. Because what tends to happen when you get splintered like that is um, especially when you're on fence lines, is people start getting very sporadic. Um, most units will practice the same thing, which is brace for charge, and you kind of step back and you know engage from there. Some guys at the back we start reloading, the others keeping busy and whatnot. Um, when I spawned back in, um, it was kind of mayhem. There was a lot of guys doing everything in between, bracing for charge, jumping over, firing independently. <laughs> you know, it was uh, yeah. a bit of mayhem. So what yeah, tends to win... Is. Yeah, exactly. So what tends to work best is kind of what we, not to jump the gun, but second game, just get people back, get people mm -hmm. reorganized again. You know, this is an event um, which we we keep it organized for the most part. Um, you know, we fight together and we try not to let it devolve um, as much as we can. So myself, I believe um, IVB might have been on my left as well. Um, it was either IVB or 20th Georgia. I forget exactly who. But the plan was I'd get everyone there with full kits and bayonets, which is important too rather than everyone running in with just bayonets, which if they have the fence, they'll stand off it and shoot you as you come near. Then yep. your life's dead. Um, we'll go in as one, as a rank, we'll spread out wide and try and take the fence back off them. Um, obviously, it didn't quite work. But for a second there, we had a good probably 25 guys advancing with full kit, which mm -hmm. almost, almost worked. Um, didn't quite, but uh, yeah, that was the reasoning for it. Let's move on to the second round. Harvest Ferry Graveyard CSA was attacking. So what was your guys' strategy going into the round and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Uh, our original plan was to hit the first attack down the left side and just try to hold out the fence line, like the corner on the left side. And if it didn't work out well, then we'll try to mount the second attack at 35 minutes timestamp if all other units and then try to take the point from this side, from the right one. So there, there was no like special strategy or something. Just charge the left, charge the right. Yeah, I, I agree with Schumacher. The, the original plan was just mass charge left. Um, the charge was really successful. I feel like we broke it up regiment-wise really well, so there was very good neat spacing between regiments as we kind of went in on that left side and that managed we managed to overwhelm the union much much quicker than i was actually expecting i think their first volley was really effective but by the time we actually got kind of close to the union almost all of them were reloading and i think that was kind of what lost them the stonewall at the start um we took the stonewall pretty quickly um i was quite surprised at how the union were kind of trickling in I think it was, you could tell the coordination wasn't quite there at the start of the second match because there was a lot of out of lines just kind of marching towards my line of like, you know, 35 guys. And I was like, why are two guys trying to like bayonet charge us? Um, it was just really weird. Um, we were knocking the Union down ticket stages really fast. And then unfortunately, uh, we capped the point, which was not what we wanted to do. We were very much against that. Um, and then that kind of set us back. And then I think when we capped point the second time, that kind of cost us the game. Um, 
it, I think it was mostly just a communication issue with the CSA. It was a translation issue slash communication issue. Um, because the first time it happened, I kind of, sorry, the second time, um, we kept sending runners to tell people to get off point, and the runners were coming back saying like they're they're still on point, and we we're like shit. So then Pearl um, sent me over to kind of like talk to them, and I realized it was Davis Brigade at first, and I was uh, we had none of our Russian players were playing today, which would have been really useful <laughs> if we had, um, and unfortunately none of the Davis Brigade had any uh, fluent English speakers, so I was I I speak absolutely terrible, very minimal Russian. So probably the most stressful moment in my life, trying to explain to a Russian regiment in a language I can barely speak to get off point really, really quickly. Um, and obviously we got them off point. And then sadly we capped and I realized there was another regiment behind them on the road on point. And I was like, oh, damn it. Um, but GG to the Union played really well. Yeah, I recall this, this moment. I also helped you. It would be just a second later and actually start screaming in the Russian to get them off point. Yeah. So, thank you for that. Let's move on to the USA representatives. What was your guys' strategy going into the Harpers Ferry graveyard, and how did you guys react to the opportunity of the battlefield? Lucy, you want to take it first one? Uh, sure. Basically, the strategy was for the 15th uh, to hold the left side. Uh, and uh, the 6th US and 14th LA and the rest of the Union basically to all the right. Um, uh, we basically just saw that instantly the CSA just rushed to our right. We tried to go to the right as fast as we could, but it, uh, as you saw, was sadly not, you know, enough to get the CSA off that wall. And once they got there, it was kind of just... Uh, off from there but we basically just kept pushing kept pushing until they capped and then we recapped and there was like kind of this moment in the match where me and parker was basically trying to convince all the other regiments to get off um the point and fall back so we can let them cap and the only way to win there because we were so down on morale so fast that we basically just had to let them cap that was the only way we could win we basically just kept screaming off them uh, to fall back, but uh, in the end, everybody fell back and the CSA uh, capped and we just kept rushing with bayonets and uh, bats from main and just rushing again, like straight up bonsai charges from main um, trying to get the CSA to the last stand before we capped and uh, some unit from the CSA, I can't quite say who it was, but some unit at the end uh, charged to get off the point and they Got the CSA to last stand. Yeah, right no, at the I... end there. Um, yeah. Yeah, right at the yeah. end. Um, Vastor ran past and suggested we run forward. Yeah. So sixth jumped over two. Um, yeah, so same many, with 15. So many Union on point at that point. It was like, yeah, we've if we can get into the last stand in happy days. There was actually an interesting moment that you talked about the first time the point was capped, uh, Rollo, and uh, it was an accident. Um, the first time we recapped was an accident too. <laughs> um, yeah we were screaming at everyone to try and last stand and from the 19 minute cap point so the amount of time we had on that first capture compared to the second one to get into last stand was what three times or whatever like the, the length of time um everyone pulled off except for a few people um i don't actually know who it was in the end um but there was a few people left on the very far left corner um they ended up retaking the point so we had to readjust the plan from there. But that was our original plan when you guys took it early. 
was we'll try and last stand you and then we had to adapt to that and then obviously you guys retook it and yeah we had to do a few uh a few less uh control charges well, i say less controlled it was fairly organized uh <laughs> in places <laughs> if you looked hard enough <laughs> um but yeah it just about worked in the end but that was pretty much as close as it could have got i don't know i reckon if we didn't get him to well I, I say i reckon if we didn't get him to last stand i'm sure we would have lost that because there's so much time left on the clock but the time that we got him to last stand we were probably only had what about four seconds to spare something like that like it's crazy the timing of it but it did work yeah. so yeah i um i i just think that uh it was really well done by to be honest you and uh lucian to be honest barker thing is that i um i uh personally and i said this in the debrief i think that we played well both sides played very well but i feel like uh that it is not the most fun way of playing it. We used the game's mechanics, of course, to our own advantage. But I feel like sometimes I would rather lose than to win that that way, if you know what I mean. But I don't know. I think that, to be honest, I had a lot of fun today. And the uh, uh, plans, as you described, where you know we on Fort New Jersey that were on the right side with the second US and... Uh, uh, TB, it basically just like they all swarmed in. It was like a swarm, just Confederates. We didn't know what to do. We were just shooting and standing, and we were like, "Oh, what do we do now?" That like they're all here, and uh, yeah, we kind of like we lost m momentum in the beginning, but I feel like we got more on our foot in the later parts of the game, and I think that's really also why we won. It is always difficult from a Union perspective because that map is so small. Mm. So if you so obviously what we did is roughly split in half. But if you think about the alternative strategy, which is you stack everyone on one side, well, CSA, as they did today, is they pretty much committed all on one side. So if you guess wrong, <laughs> then you've already lost the wall from the start. Um, so it's always so difficult to work out USA what's best to do, you know, divide in half and try and, you know, react, which obviously we tried to do today, 15 went first. Um, I had sick lined up in the road, but they didn't even come over the road in the end. So that was mm -hmm. a bit of a shame. But, um, you know, trying to overreact to what side they go or do you just gamble the dice and put everyone on the same corner? It's always a really difficult strategy for Union. So fair play to CSA. You absolutely smashed the right side as far as I could tell. Couldn't see it. I was downhill. So <laughs> just hear people crying. Um, but yeah, it was that that was probably one of the most intense games I've played in a while. So um, it was a very scrappy win. I think, Victor, you're right in that sense. It's maybe not a historical event <laughs> win but it is a win stra stra strategic win there you go Victor. It, is. <laughs> it is and listen i'm not gonna say like oh we shouldn't have won that or something like that to be honest i think that i mean what knowledge of the game and how to use the systems i think you know of course that's fair it's just that sometimes i just don't you know not the biggest fan of that way of playing i like having lion battles i like having more like outflanking the enemy and all those kind of things. And usually that's very difficult sometimes on close quarter battles, but I think it could sometimes be implemented, if you know what I mean. But anyhow, that's it for me. All right. Any other union thoughts? Or... Well, we're going to continue close combat for for quite a while now because we're going to continue <laughs> playing Cobbers Ferry Sunday so 
yeah, let's let's make sure that everyone votes for like something like Bolivar Heights Readout or like something. River Crossing. Or, River Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> River Crossing. Yeah, I would love to do River Crossing. And to be honest, I wouldn't mind switching over to the CSA side. I just like that map. As in, I like either charging, just stupidly charging over, or defending it. So. I don't like the phrase stupid charging. I like the phrase committed. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, all, it's all strategic, man. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you join the CSA, you'll do the strategy. All right. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> do you know what would be interesting, Victor, though, is we need to do river crossing with no ammo. So bayonets only and see what happens. Oh, oh that sounds horrible. Sounds amazing. Oh. <laughs> I'm horrible. Cloud, did you have any questions for the oh. second round? Uh no, just uh props to the union for the great counterattack at the end. It was really cool to see. Any other comments by anyone before we call it off for the night? Um Have a good night. GG. Yeah, yeah GG. I think that's the closest HRE literally both rounds in a while, so Yeah. Seriously, both of them. It's like one that was the first one was like, you know, more classic style. The second one was more Radical style, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, one hundred percent, good game, both mm -hmm. CSA and uh, Union. Yeah, I it mean, was really entertaining to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I hope it was because I uh, <laughs> I felt like I was uh, tearing my hair out on the second round. So. Uh, <laughs> that second round was exciting as it could get. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it back from a, a high up view because that must look crazy at times what the union was oh, doing yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> so i mean yeah you're, you're i would love to i would love to spectate a battle sometime it's been a long time since i've actually been spectating an event can be enjoyable it's fun mm -hmm. so we're here yeah so with that being said the historical rules event discord is in the description if you want your regiment to join that it's lots of fun obviously after today's event all the regiments that participated in this event will also be in the description below. Everyone in this post-game interview will have a link to a social media account that they want in the description as well. And join the Battleline Discord, which is also in the description. Who would have thought? Uh, come a announcer, a frontline reporter, like Cloud did. I really appreciated him being here. And so, yeah, with that being said, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. We'll see you in the next episode. And cue the music. <laughs>